0: Jewel Radio presents What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler. Women positive news you can use.
1: Hello, I'm Kate Wheeler with Christine Bentley and you're listening to What She Said, brought to you tonight by Roar Publishing, from concept to content. We're kicking off tonight talking to Natalie Colalillo, the founder of Happy Healthy Women, which is a women's collective with more than 15,000 members across Ontario. They're trying to add a more feminine feel and support to business.
2: Good job. A new online forum called The 16% is showcasing the stories of women and families dealing with miscarriage and infertility in Toronto and, in fact, across Canada, Two of the three founders, Caroline Starr and Alison McDonald, will be here to talk about their own experiences and the stigma and the shame that still surrounds losing a child and not being able to have one today.
1: Canadian painter Robert Bateman is releasing a new coffee table art book to celebrate Canada's 150th birthday. And he's going to be in Newmarket signing copies and selling prints next weekend. We are going to be joined this weekend by Georgia Pantelidis, the owner of Select Art Galleries, to talk about the event and his legacy and how you can win an
2: autographed copy of the book at the event and this really is one of a, one of a gorgeous. kind absolutely gorgeous and it's for Canada's 150th
3: birthday absolutely
2: and while we take a short break go to whatshesaid.com where you can find all of our social media links videos blogs and contests before that however lifestyle expert Lena Almeida will be here to talk about three ways to get to Montreal and where to stay when you get there and we will be closing tonight's show with a performance of Human Feel by singer-songwriter Kendall Thompson. That's right. Now, of course, as Christine was saying, you
1: can follow us on social media. We are at What She Said Talk. And do subscribe to our newsletter because once you're a subscriber, you basically have free entry into all our contests. And we don't inundate you with too many newsletters. I think we send out one every two weeks. And they are all full of women-positive news that you can, in fact, use. So don't go
2: anywhere. What she said, we'll be right back.
4: Do you remember when you first fell in love with reading? Well, you weren't really reading, were you? No, your passion for books began quite another way. It was listening, wasn't it, to a story. Yes, your love of reading really got started when you were being read to. Kobo introduces audiobooks for the free Kobo app with a beautifully designed easy to use player. One home for all your audiobooks and ebooks. Book lovers can listen to their hearts content for as little as 12.99 per month with subscription and with a 30-day free trial you get your first audiobook free. Sign up now at kobo.com. Huh, because I'm
5: happy. Clap along if you feel like a room without a roof cuz I'm happy Clap
1: Joining us now is the founder of Happy Healthy Women. It's a women's collective with more than 15,000 members across Ontario. I'm trying to add a more feminine feel and support to business, Natalie Colaleo, is is that what
6: you'd say? Yeah, I would say. And I would say, you know, making health and wellness the full circle with success. What made you decide to, to, to start this? So... You know, I come from a long line of entrepreneurs and uh, there was a point in my journey, I started my first business at the age of 28 and I reached a point of burnout um, at that time and, uh, you know, was serving that business much more than it was serving me and uh, ended up having to close that business. And what I realized was that the thing that I wasn't paying attention to was me. I was paying attention to everything else in my life. And I thought, if I'm going through this, then there must be other women that are going through this too that stage of burnout in, you know, entrepreneurship, and so I really wanted to start a community of women that supported each other.
2: How would your burnout have been different if you had been a man, or would it?
6: Um, well, I think as women, you know, it, it most likely would have been different. I think as women, we um, take on a lot. We try to be all things to all people in our lives, and um, so you know. I had to be a really good friend still, right? I had to be a really good partner um, to my now husband, who may have not been my husband now if I had kept going the way I was. Uh, so there were a lot of things that um, I was juggling. And success, I had to prove myself in in the world of success, and it just wasn't working.
1: One of the things that we, we often hear about is is that men, um, to network, you know, they go out for drinks after work or they go out to, to do some sporting event. They golf a lot, Um but women don't tend to do those things because they have to get home. Right. So how is how can we make this experience better for for women so that they can network effectively in their mm-hmm. business life.
6: Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I know that for us, for Happy Healthy Women, we uh, we tend to schedule networking events, 90-minute networking sessions, um, you know, in the hours when kids are at school uh, during the day. Right? Good plan. <laughs> <laughs> um, So that, you know, women don't feel... Like they have to be somewhere. They can come, they can join us for 90 minutes or even 30 minutes if they want to um, and connect authentically. It's less about me selling you a product or service and me buying yours. It's really about connecting authentically so that we get to know each other and then we want to support each other.
2: How do you think women network differently than men?
6: So I really do think it's, it's the authentic piece, that, that piece of authenticity, that piece of letting ourselves um, shine through just because we're awesome, just because we're great people. Um, and, and not that I think men don't do that, but I think, um, you know, networking today is much less about, you know, let's make a deal, right? And much more about, let's see how we can help each other grow. Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: Yeah. So how would you describe the feminine style of business and entrepreneurship then?
6: Yeah, so I think women are really tapping into uh, the heart-centered approach to business these days. I think they're really tapping into authenticity. Um, and I think women are starting to gain the confidence that they've needed for years to know that, you know, when you combine authenticity and you combine heart-centered, uh, a heart-centered approach to business with the courage that women have and the power that women have, we are unstoppable. Tell me what you mean when you say heart-centered and authentic. Yeah, I just mean true. I mean truth. I mean, speaking in a way that um, is what you feel, right? I think we've been, you know, as women, we have shied away from actually saying what we feel and telling it like it is. And so I just mean speaking from your truth. Give me an example for anybody listening
2: (laughs) who doesn't quite understand where you're coming from.
6: Yeah. um, So I would say, you know, instead of sitting down in front of someone and telling them what I do and trying to hit all the points of, you know, my product or service, um, it really is about finding out more about them, what they need, right? And then Mm -hmm. sharing from my heart why I'm doing this. And that to me and and to the women in our collective creates such more of a bond than, than just trying to sell a product or service. Does that resonate? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So
1: if I if I become a member yep. of, the,
6: of the Happy Healthy Women community, what happens? Take me through the process. So our membership to um, any women who want to come out to our events um, is absolutely free. All you really have to do is go on our website and sign up for an event and you're considered a member. So um, that's a really simple process. You come out to an event and you enjoy yourself. Um, but then we have other ways of women uh, coming on board with happy, healthy women in terms of leadership. Um, and those memberships are paid memberships where they can come into our collective and uh, promote their business and promote themselves as leaders.
1: So you have, so then then you can connect with, with the mentors. If, if do you put people together that might. Need help to work? Yeah,
6: absolutely. There's always there's always connection going on. Um, But the mentors that are coming in are really the women. So we call them trailblazers, and they're really the women that are coming in to, um, you know, share their content with our community. So provide really valuable content on health, on wellness, on happiness, on how to achieve success, um, but also have businesses and are experts in that field. So they're promoting themselves as a result.
2: So if you join, let's say you have a business in Category A, you can network with people from Category A, maybe regionally too, geographically,
6: that you might yeah. deal with? absolutely. So we have both an online community and an in-person community. Mm-hmm. So in person, you would join your branch. We have over 20 branches across Southern Ontario. Um, and so you would join your branch, go out to events, and then online, you, we can all touch base all over the place, right? Our our mission is to go across Canada in the near future and eventually be global. This is this is going to be a huge thing. So we want women from all over the place to inspire women from all over the place.
2: Now, you talk about uh, women learning to listen to their gut. Yes. How do they learn how to do that, <laughs> Natalie? Because you learned how to do that. I did. Did you I learn did. the hard way or the I easy
6: did. way? I did. You know, I always say... Um, from what I've experienced, lead with the heart and let your mind come along to compute. And what that really means is stop thinking about what you feel feel like you have to do in life, um, how you have to impress someone, what you have to say and start doing what feels right for you. Start doing what feels good and you will see success come along because now you're you're putting yourself out there and you're serving. And the way to do that is to get in touch with it, to listen, to meditate, to get quiet, to ha- take a walk in nature and and just listen to what your body and your mind are telling you.
2: Well, sometimes I think in business, some of us have certain skills and others have other skills. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's just a matter of learning how to sort of go out of your comfort zone mm-hmm. and, be, and surprise yourself.
6: So when do you know when it's the wrong thing or the right thing? Right. And so listening to that intuition is so powerful when it comes to that. Um, I always say if it feels exciting and a little bit a little bit fearful but exciting then you're on the right path. If you if if you're like, you know, you're just feeling super afraid and you can't go anywhere near that and it's feeling wrong, then you have to listen to that too, right? But I always say, you know, the the way to do it is to throw the beach ball and then find a way to run to it versus just hold on to that beach ball really tight. So you believe that it is important to find a community and then
1: What advice do you give to women who are looking to find their own community other than come and join us? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
6: Um, You know, I say, I say just look for that tribe that that you resonate with, right? Like look for for that community that their branding is is right in line with yours, right? That um, go out to certain events and and test them out and see if they're speaking your language. Uh, We get women that come to us that are so closed in, um, that are, you know, looking for change. Maybe they're coming from, you know, uh, a bad place in their life and they want to start something new and be surrounded by great people. And so, they come out and they join us. And six months later, they don't stop talking. They're wearing bright colors. They're, you know, they're just out there. And so we see that transformation. So find, find a tribe that works for you where you can do that with.
1: So how, did, how do people connect with Happy Healthy Women?
6: Yeah. So you can go to our website, happyhealthywomen.ca. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also follow us on Facebook. We have multiple groups for each branch uh, and on Instagram as well. And it's all Happy Healthy Women. Happy Healthy Women. Well, thank you so much for joining us this
2: evening. Thank you so much and for sharing having sharing your experience and your advice. Thank you. I've loved it. This is what she said. We'll be right back. Everyone needs an edge to compete. At the Chang School of Continuing Education at Ryerson University, our courses and programs will equip you with skills that are in demand in today's workplace. Enroll now at the Chang School at Ryerson University, where ambition meets professionalism. Today's the day to try something new. Second City Training Center is home to North America's largest school of improv. Whether you're looking to build confidence through a public speaking class, test out some new material at the Stand-Up Drop-in series, or just want to stop by and see what's up with improv, they'd love to have you. Visit them online today at secondcitycom TC or call 416-340-7270. Hey! Saturday night at the movies, don't
1: know what picture to see? And Brody's got you covered. Did you like the film? Uh, no. (laughs) Okay, well that does not I love your honesty.
0: (laughs) Films about paranoia, I think they do us a lot of good. Because it's not happening to us. (laughs) I took your mom Romy, who loves a good film. We laughed our socks off. I was so bored watching
1: it. (laughs) (laughs) A film critic who shoots straight from the hip. Saturdays on What She Said Talk.
2: Fashion is everything when it comes to hair, so trust your hair to an artist. Jason Kearns of Kearns & Co. is known across North America for making the hottest high fashion looks work for real people. Jason and his team of expert stylists bring together creativity, vision, and the very latest hair care systems, color, and products to create looks that have heads turning. Your hair is the most important fashion accessory you will ever own. Trust it to the experts. Start today. Visit KernsAndCo.com. What She Said is more than women-positive news. First,
1: it's a radio show on the Jewel Network with a dedicated and growing audience of affluent men and women aged 35 plus. But What She Said is also a digital platform with thousands of followers, the ideal target market for your brand. What She Said features companies and trendsetters, those on the leading edge of fashion, business, lifestyle, entertainment, travel, technology, and finance. Get your brand on What She Said and get results. Go to WhatSheSaidTalk.com.
0: Back to What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler on Jewel Radio.
2: Welcome back to What She Said. A new online forum called The 16% is showcasing the stories of women and families dealing with miscarriage and infertility in Toronto and across Canada to let others know they are not alone. (laughs) Joining us this evening now are two out of the three founders, Caroline Starr and Alison McDonald. Welcome to What
7: She Said. Thank you. It's good to be here. Now, before
2: we get to your personal stories, tell us the meaning of... The sixteen percent.
7: Um,
3: so we were trying to think of a name that sort of was representative, but not sort of biased in any way towards women, because infertility does affect men and and lots of other people. Um, so we were looking through some statistics, and the statistic is that sixteen percent of people um, at some point in their life will be affected by infertility in some in some way. So that's how we chose the that's how we chose the name. So, along with you, your other partner is Ariel. Yes, Ariel. Okay, and she
1: couldn't be uh, here tonight. So, you all work together in publishing, and we you've did. had your respective appearance uh, experiences with miscarriage, infertility. So, um, take your turn. Maybe Allison, you you start. Tell us what happened to you personally that led you to want to launch this online forum.
7: Sure. So, um, I have a three-year-old son, and so my first pregnancy went off without a hitch normal, healthy, beautiful baby boy. And around um, September of last year, my husband and I started trying again. And again, got pregnant without a hitch. And I had no reason to think that it would go awry in any way, shape or form, Um, except that I started to have this inkling around the three month mark that something just wasn't right. And everybody kept telling me I was crazy. All of the results were coming back normal. Um, but I just had that feeling that it was different. And when just one day shy of five months pregnant, I woke up in the middle of the night and I was having a miscarriage. And so at basically five months pregnant, I lost my baby girl. And um, it just catapulted me into a world that I never thought I would be a part of. and. It was of course incredibly difficult, um, but through the grieving and healing process, I really found a lot of catharsis in sharing my story. And Caroline and I were just talking about this before, and I think that the reality is is that not everybody is able to talk about this, but if you can, if you find that you're able to, it's important to do so to speak up, not only for yourself, but for everybody else who's going through this that can't. Um, And so... That's how I came to be sharing my story.
3: Carolyn? Um, yeah, I was diagnosed with something called PCOS when I was in my early 20s, um, which which does affect fertility. Um, Polycyst- Polycystic ovarian, ovarian syndrome. syndrome. Yeah, yeah. And it's sort of, it's this kind of strange catch-all for a lot of, um, you know, the symptoms are different with a lot of people. Um, and for me, it was sort of, you know, I, I had my symptoms and they were sort of managed until we decided we wanted to have a family um, well, five years ago now yeah probably five years ago now um so we started trying to get pregnant um and after a year we were not pregnant and when you're not pregnant after a year you start fertility treatments and that type of thing and um so I'd, I'd seen my doctor about it and then you know he was like okay well you know we'll we'll start trying to get things moving along and and then we got pregnant that month um and you know we were sort of overjoyed of course and then Um, and then we lost that pregnancy, um, around eight or nine weeks, um, which was a really sort of awful thing when you sort of kind of thought we had it and then, and then it was gone. Um, so then after that, you know, I was kind of, I didn't want to go into my life and have people not know what I was going through. So I was very kind of vocal about what, what I was feeling and what was going on. Um, and I found that that sort of helped me survive because I didn't, you know, Go into my job with this expectation that I should be fine. When I was when I was not fine, I was you know emotionally devastated. Um, so then after after that, you know, we waited a couple of months and then we started trying again. And a year went by and we were still not pregnant again. So we started you know at a fertility clinic, um, and then got pregnant again. After you know as soon as we were about to kind of start start treatments, like I had a prescription in my bag for, for Clomid, which is a fertility drug, um, and we got pregnant. Um, so now I have also have a three year old son too, um, yeah. which is which is really great. Um, We're the lucky. We know, are the lucky. Some are of the, the lucky, lucky ones, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, on my end, sharing my story, you know, allowed me to sort of feel like I didn't have to be, you know, be this person who was, you know, as I normally am because I wasn't. Um, but it also, you know, after telling my story, the amount of sort of feedback and, and love and support and other people telling me their stories um, has been really has been really interesting over the past you know past number of years. I get messages from friends of friends all the time, being like, "This has happened to me. What do I do?" And you're like, you kind of just keep going, right? You kind of keep just keep surviving. But having someone, you know, someone to talk to about, I think, has been really important for a lot of people. Um, and we wanted to kind of create that opportunity with this with this project.
2: Um, let's talk about the stigma and the shame that still surrounds miscarriage and infertility. Um, I never had a miscarriage, so
3: I, I don't know about that stigma, but tell us. Um, I think, you know, it's it's sort of a combination of, you know, internal internal pressure on yourself because it's, mm-hmm. it's very hard, but also this expectation kind of goes out that it happens all of the time because it does happen. Miscarriage is, you know, 20% of pregnancies end in miscarriage. Um, so, you know, that you should just move on from it and you should just be okay. Um, and people are, you're, you're not just okay. And I think, you know, that, that sort of part of it is really important. When I had my miscarriage, um, the laws changed now that you're allowed to take short term disability leave mm-hmm. when you have a miscarriage and it wasn't the case when I had a miscarriage a lot, I think changed last year. It Maybe. Is. You are. You go into mourning, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. yeah, absolutely. I mean, we have
7: lost a child at the end of the day. It doesn't matter how old that child is. And the, the shame that you feel as a woman in not being able to carry this child to term and do what your body is, quote unquote, supposed to do. Is really present, but in again, in exposing that story, you bring light onto your shame, and then all of a sudden, that dynamic within you shifts. That's what we've all yeah. Found. Kate and
2: I did talk about this about about feeling maybe inadequate in some way when you're yeah. not. You're Absolutely. not, and For you're,
7: sure. you're not, and that's what happens when you start to share your story. It just changes. It is such a cathartic process to to. Put yourself out there and then have your peers and women who sometimes you've never even met come back to you and tell you that you're brave, that you've given them hope. And and all of a sudden, everything shifts. And that's why it's so important to shed light on this. I had four miscarriages before I
1: had my daughter. I was going through infertility treatments um, as a result of a stabbing attack when um, my 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 tubes were damaged, scarred, non-existent. So I never felt shame I felt frustration, but maybe that's because I knew I wasn't the cause of it. But there, there were lots of people to talk about. Just about everyone I know has had, you know, has had something like this happen at some stage. One of our colleagues, who I won't name, they you said you were just a, a week before five months. Yeah. They were... A day before, sorry. A day before. They were after. And that's the mark where they actually had to bury
7: the child. Yes, yes. You're forced to do that. You're forced to do that by by law. And and
1: I think that was incredibly hard. Different for me. The furthest I was along was 17, 17, 18 weeks, around there. Um, But that mark of actually having to receive the child and go through... The funeral process, um, I think, makes it that much
4: harder.
7: It does, and it's such a personal thing. We, we chose to bury our baby not in a formal ceremony, mm-hmm. but we took the ashes and we buried them at my family's plot. Um, but that decision came three weeks after, and luckily they still had our baby's body because they were doing the autopsy but to have to make those decisions, decisions in yeah. the moment and on top of it I had to have a C-section because of complications so I had undergone major surgery and lost a baby within a 20 48 hour period and to have to make those kinds of decisions is it's incredibly trying
1: so that's why I think this this support we good when I said I didn't feel shame I did feel isolation
7: yeah absolutely because I
1: didn't want I didn't want to burden people with yeah. my story is that
3: yeah and i think that that's that's probably part of it too and it and it is such a personal it's such a personal thing so you know if if you work in an office with a bunch of men it's a very strange thing to be like this has happened to me you know i i want to not be here for a little while is that okay and i think you know if you if you have a boss who's understanding it's one thing but if you have a boss who you don't feel that you have that personal relationship with sharing that mm-hmm. i think you you would mm-hmm. feel you would feel really isolated, for sure.
1: I had a boss that drove me to the
3: hospital when one happened, <laughs> wow. when one happened
1: at work. He, he was great. Um, yeah. This is, it, I think, is excellent. Um, there are some incredible, very compelling um, stories um, on the site. How, how tell people how they can find the sixteen percent?
7: So right now, we just have a Facebook page that we're working with. And so if you go to Facebook and type in the sixteen percent, then yep. our page will come up. And you can message us there or you can email us at the sixteen percent at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And we're working towards getting a website together. But for now we're just working with Facebook.
2: Yeah. it's wonderful. Yeah. Thank we've you. We've had a
3: really great outpouring of stories too. Mm-hmm. Like we we were kind of expecting to do once one a month and we've got like a backlog now of like people who have written us with really, you know, really personal important important accounts that uh, that they want to share and we're really
7: we're really honored that we've been trusted to, to do that. Yeah, and I think too there is this education piece that comes with it. We were speaking about this before too. Is that people don't know how to talk to people who have had a miscarriage. Mm-hmm. And they're absolutely right. Right, and they do feel isolated. So we do feel isolated and sometimes I think the natural instinct is to not say anything because you don't want to bring it up in case it might upset them. But the reality is in doing that, sometimes what you're doing is denying uh, their experience. Mm-hmm. And so it is a delicate balance and it is a dance that you need to do. But at the same time, I think that you can never go wrong with asking a person how they're feeling and how they're doing. Right?
1: Thank you very much for coming in and sharing your stories and helping other people share theirs.
7: Thank you so Thank you much. very much.
2: This is what she said. We'll be right back.
4: you remember when you first fell in love with reading? Well, you weren't really reading, were you? No, your passion for books began quite another way. It was listening, wasn't it, to a story. Yes, your love of reading really got started when you were being read to. Kobo introduces audiobooks for the free Kobo app with a beautifully designed, easy-to-use player, one home for all your audiobooks and e-books. Book lovers can listen to their heart's content for as little as 12 dollars per month with subscription, and with a 30-day free trial, you get your first audiobook free. Sign up now at Kobo.com.
5: Boomer Nutrition Energy Protein Powder is the first protein supplement specifically designed for people over 40. Their research-based formula helps your body combat aging by maintaining lean muscle and slowing age-related muscle loss. With added B vitamins for energy and leucine, Boomer Nutrition Protein Powder helps you increase metabolism and support a healthy lifestyle. Use code WSSRADIO at Amazon.ca to save 25%. Visit MyBoomerNutrition.com for details. Be ageless. Live your life with Boomer Nutrition.
2: Today's the day to try something new. Second City Training Center is home to North America's largest school of improv. Whether you're looking to build confidence through a public speaking class, test out some new material at the Stand Up Drop-In Series, or just want to stop by and see what's up with improv, they'd love to have you. Visit them online today at secondcity.com slash tc or call 416-340-7270.
0: Back to what she said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler on Jewel Radio. 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 Love is in the air
5: in the whisper of a tree. Love is in the air in the thunder of the sea.
1: Joining us now is our lifestyle expert Lena Almeida who always shares what she is loving and this weekend we're talking about fall getaways maybe to Montreal.
8: Absolutely. So, why not get away for a quick weekend? And Montreal is. Perfect. Mm -hmm. So um, Montreal is celebrating their 375th anniversary this year. So even more reason to check it out if it hasn't been on your to-do list. The thing I love about Montreal is you can get there three ways, planes, trains, or automobiles, all convenient ways. (laughs) (laughs) There's a movie in that. (laughs) Yeah, there is. I'm so happy you got the reference. (laughs) So by plane, it's only about an hour and a half flight. Mm -hmm. And the great news is, is literally you can jump on, you know, a flight to Montreal every hour of the day. There are many airlines that fly there. And by train, it's about five hours. So if you were looking to just get some work done, you know, taking Mm. the scenery, go at a more leisurely pace, that's a great option. But most people I know do make a road trip out of it. It's about a six to six and a half hour road trip. And I always say if I was a relationship expert, I would tell people to take a road trip to Montreal early in your relationship. Because if you can stand your partner after six hours in the car, you know you're going to make it for the long (laughs) haul. (laughs) And I did do a road trip with my now husband early in our relationship. And you're still married. Yes, that's how we knew we were Mm -hmm. compatible. So yeah, about six to six and a half hours and you're going to be right downtown Montreal. And now, where are you going to stay? You are going to stay at the Sheridan Center, Montreal. I had the fortune of staying there with my family about a month ago, Mm -hmm. and we just adored it. First thing, location, location, location. So it's right in the heart of downtown, and it's within minutes walking distance to St. Catherine, which if you do a little shopping, you'll know is just their shopping mecca. Absolutely. Yes, so, and I love that it has a bit of a European flair mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. it. So yeah, minutes to shopping. You're also about a 10-minute cab ride from Old Montreal. Yeah, I love it. Though. Yeah, yeah. Love and especially if you're looking to have, you know, the best dinner at one of their Italian or French restaurants. I love that it's so convenient to Old Montreal. The hotel itself is so Stunning. You can get anything from a room to a suite, clean, comfortable. They also have a gorgeous heated indoor pool, which my boys definitely made the most of. My husband took advantage of the jacuzzi. And if you are staying at a club level room, Mm There are certain benefits I want to tell you about, but there's actually a great promo. You're just going to make me
1: jealous, aren't you?
8: <laughs> <laughs> there's a great promo going on so you too can Ooh, experience okay. it. Because I could, Sophie's at McGill, so Yay. I need a reason to go visit her. Well, I'm going to give you one right okay. now. So you can actually receive this year for their 375th anniversary of Montreal. They're celebrating with a complimentary upgrade to a club-level room. And when you're staying in a club-level room, you'll have complimentary access To the Sheridan Club Lounge. And that means buffet breakfast, beverages like coffees, lattes, water, juices throughout the day, and even hors d'oeuvres in the evening. Nice. Yeah. So it's a great kind of like personal concierge service. Your own own personal happy hour. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. And overwrite. Overnight rates start from about $361 per night, but included in that promo, you'll also get a coupon booklet from Tourism Montreal with special offers to enjoy the city's major attractions, and that's a $500 value, and that's included in the Montreal 375th Anniversary promo. And so you're looking at me now like, hello? My eyebrows (laughs) are great. That's a pretty good deal. It's great. So the website is the SheridanCenterMontreal.com. And that's where you can book directly online. And there are some other promos available. So you'll want to check that out as well. But then when you're in Montreal, what are you going to do for the 375th anniversary? Well, there's actually too much for me to tell. There's too much for me to tell you. There's just so much going on. You can expect events in art and history and food, music, culture, sports, and more. And I found the best website to go to is www.375.com mtl.com because they have a calendar of events so you can find out exactly for the weekend you're going Mm -hmm. what's happening in the city and now leading up to halloween they have the montreal zombie walk if you're into that sort of thing <laughs> and they also have the year it's so a year round if you're visiting they have the montreal biodome where i visited with my family mm-hmm. part of the biodome is the insectarium the planetarium and the botanical gardens because i have two boys uh we went to the insectarium they loved it yeah i'm sure they did I thought it was okay <laughs> <laughs> Did you get any large crawling
1: insects placed on you? So or? my
8: 7-year-old had um, and the name is escaping me now but it's those insects that basically look like long sticks. Mm. So the body A stick is but that could be <laughs> <laughs> He had a stick insect crawling up his arm and and he found that quite fascinating. But of course, they've got the tarantulas and the centipedes and all of the fascinating (laughs) creatures (laughs) that you would expect to see at Insectarium. So yeah, so this fall, road trip to Montreal, stay at the Sheridan Center, Montreal and check out everything that's happening.
1: Absolutely. That sounds
8: uh, fabulous. And Lena, tell people how they can find you. Absolutely. You can find me online at listentolena.com and on social, listen the number two, Lena.
1: Iconic Canadian painter and naturalist Robert Bateman is visiting select art galleries in Newmarket on Sunday, October 29th to sign copies of his brand new coffee table art book that he says is his most charismatic piece to date. Joining us tonight to tell us more is gallery owner Georgia Pantelidis. Welcome to What She Said. Hi there. Now, uh, Robert Bateman has been called the Leonard Cohen of Canadian art. (laughs) And really, he is a poet with a paintbrush. What does it mean to you to have him at your gallery?
9: We have had a 30-year relationship with Robert Bateman. Every time he comes, it, it, it evokes emotion amongst families. They come in and they bring their artwork and they're able to sit down and have a little story, a little coffee time with him. Uh, when he talks with, when he talks with each individual there. It's, it's like time stops. He's talking to you. He's looking at you personally. He's not worried about the next person down the line, which is just a really nice warm feeling. Um, that's, that's, it, it means warmth and family and, and, and that's about it.
1: He he and his wife do so much to to raise funds for environmental causes. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if a lot of people realize that, um, you know, a lot of the money from his prints goes directly to the...
9: Accurate, accurate. ...to
1: the foundation.
9: Yeah, accurate. Do you think he considers himself a naturalist or a painter? He considers him a a naturalist painter. Okay. Okay, and uh, his works that he does, he wants to evoke emotion. He doesn't want you to... He doesn't paint... Um, like a photographic image he doesn't want to do that what he wants you to do is to look at the image and let it take you where it needs to go make you aware of the issues with the environment Uh, bring some thought-provoking ideas to the person viewing them that's his intention it's done purposefully and and meaningfully for him
2: Well, the book is called Robert Bateman's Canada. It's 144 pages and is a tribute to Canada's 150th birthday celebration. What else can you tell us about the book?
9: The book has full-size images of a lot of the prints and the paintings that he's done. One of his most iconic paintings is Midnight Black Wolf and the deluxe book, uh, will actually have that on the cover, and inside of it, the clients will be able to see the little detail of the Midnight Black Wolf, which is absolutely stunning. And along with it, there'll be the Grey J print. What's beautiful about the book is that you'll see full-size images of Winter Barnyard. You'll see um, the Haida spirit will be in there. It's an absolutely gorgeous, stunning very heavy book. I, I'm just holding it right now. It's a quite a substantial book. It's 13 inches by 15 inches. You, you need a briefcase to carry it. <laughs> <laughs> and there are two different versions. Yes, there are. The regular there's Actually, there's three different versions. Okay. The, the one version is available at the regular stores. There's no print in it. The other version has the cover of the hardwood forest on the front, hard to, uh, hardwood forest with white-tailed deer, and inside of it, there'll be a little print, about 13 by 15 is the size, and he will be signing that, and it will be um, um, Grey Jay Whiskey Jack is what it's called, and then the other book will have the detail of the Midnight Black Wolf, the Grey J Whiskey Jack, and it'll be a numbered book as well, a serialized book, which is really, really special. And those two editions are only available through the galleries.
1: Okay, now, so Robert Bateman is going to be at Select Art Galleries. It's Sunday, October 29th. He will sign all the copies of Robert Bateman's Canada, as well as prints sold that day. Accurate and we we are also going to we've got a wonderful offer from you for for one of our listeners or our followers on on social media and that is a copy of the deluxe edition of the book they can mm. they can win mm. that just by going following us on social media and, and finding that out and he will dedicate it and sign it to them. Uh, yes, you will. They are. have to pick it up at the event. Though. Yes, That's
9: absolutely. Otherwise,
1: no signature. <laughs>
9: exactly, exactly. <laughs>
2: uh, how much are these books, by the way?
9: The, re- the, the regular edition is $85. That's the book with the one print. And the deluxe edition is $125, and you get two prints. And the gallery is offering a promotion. So we're offering a framing promotion. So everything included, the deluxe book with the two prints and the framing, 250 HST included. Great deal. Got to get one.
1: That's absolutely fa- uh, fabulous. But again, one lucky what she said listener and follower will get a free copy uh, that you can uh, pick up. And the- all the details will be on our website and on our social media. How is Robert Bateman's health? He's 87
9: now. He is. Kicking strong. <laughs> he just He's enjoying life. He, uh, it was really funny. Uh, back in May, his son posted a picture of him. He just celebrated his age, seventh birthday. And uh, he he wrote at the bottom of it, my dad's birthday, celebrated it yesterday. This is not a Photoshop picture. This is him yesterday, not old. <laughs> this is him. So it was wonderful. That he's doing really, really well.
1: That's amazing. And he still he lives out in... Uh, BC, right? Yeah, Salt Spring Salt Island. Salt Spring Island. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I know he recently sold a cottage here up in. He did. Yeah, he, actu- he was close to close to friends of mine. Yeah.
9: Yeah, and he donated part of it too. I heard. He would. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's just yeah.
1: what,
2: that's what, what they does. do. Yeah, he yeah, did some really nice stuff. So, Georgia, where can people find your website and get the book?
9: It's selectartgalleries.ca. Okay. And you can get it through there. You can get it through our Facebook page as well. Or you can just call us at 800-387-9303, and we'll help you out. Or email us at bateman at
1: Okay. We'll, we'll put up all those connections. You don't have to
9: run for a pen. It's all, it's <laughs> there all you go. <laughs> <laughs> I got you covered. Uh, thank you Wonderful. so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. This is what she said. Stay with us.
2: Everyone needs an edge to compete. At the Chang School of Continuing Education at Ryerson University, our courses and programs will equip you with skills that are in demand in today's workplace. Enroll now at the Chang School at Ryerson University, where ambition meets professionalism. Today's the day to try something new. Second City Training Center is home to North America's largest school of improv. Whether you're looking to build confidence through a public speaking class, test out some new material at the Stand Up Drop-In Series, or just want to stop by and see what's up with improv, they'd love to have you. Visit them online today at secondcity.com tc or call 416-340-7270. Feeding the family got you frantic? Feeding two teenage boys, I mean, at the end of the week, that's all I really want to do is save some money on my groceries. Is your fridge ever actually full? Oh, no. (laughs) I think I'm the only person that comes to a radio interview with a cooler. Not only was it so much fun, but it was super easy. And even my kids, when we cut into it last night, they even looked at it and they were like, Mom, you made this? I think you can do this in your sleep. Wholesome on-budget fixes from foodie Charmaine Broughton on What She Said Talk. And now, Now.
0: more women-positive news you can use.
2: This is What She Said.
0: What She Said Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler on Jewel Radio.
1: Welcome back to What She Said. Fear of pain is one of the most common reasons why women do not schedule a mammogram. A new technology that was designed by women for women is trying to change that. Joining us now to discuss this is Heather Chalmers, the VP and GM of GE Healthcare Canada. Welcome to What She Said. Thank you very much. Now, we've talked about the importance of early detection and taking care of our breast health on the show Mm -hmm. uh, before. And you say GE has completely redesigned the mammography experience to make breast screening more comfortable and inviting. I can hardly believe that that's possible. (laughs) Uh, I know, but it's true. (laughs) We've designed
10: something called uh, the Pristina. And it's been, as, as you mentioned earlier, it's been designed by women for women in order to make the whole experience that much more inviting. Uh, The reality is 25 to 46% of women never come back for subsequent mammograms because of the experience they had at a certain point in time. Whether it was too painful, whether it was too anxious, whatever the case may be, 25 to 46% don't come back. What we're trying to do with this new equipment is make it more inviting so that women do come back. For example, uh, all the the sharp edges are gone. The, the it has got smooth edges. There's a place where you can rest your arm versus gripping something before where your your muscles would tense up the 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 most interesting thing is a, a patient-assisted self-compression tool. So now women can actually control the amount of compression during their
1: mammogram. Okay, because a traditional mammography system it compresses the breast automatically, and when I say compresses, I'm talking flat as a pancake uh, compressions. But but so this the Pristina. Would you control it? It's a self-compression
10: it's, tool? It's, it's a patient-assisted okay. self-compression tool. And what we found is that women actually, when they're relaxed and they have a sense of control, they're actually compressing as much or more than when the
1: technologist used to do it. Isn't that interesting? Very interesting. That's it. So, I mean, if, if you see, I cannot believe that a, as many as 46% of women fail to return for further breast imaging, even when they get, you know, a a not positive, um, you know, result, they still don't want to come back? I
10: I don't know the specifics in terms of the 25 to 46, if it's specific to Mm -hmm. um, uh, women who've been diagnosed uh, with something. But the reality is in, in prescribed breast screening programs, there is a substantial number of women who don't come back. And the result of that is that they're not getting the opportunity for early detection. And we know that early detection of breast cancer can increase your survival rate rate by twenty five to thirty percent. So it's it's very important that we create an environment that encourages women to come for their their mammograms as mm-hmm. prescribed, mm-hmm. and that's what we've done. Um, we our uh, early installs. I had the opportunity to actually visit uh, with some of the patients who who have had a Pristina, and I have to tell you it's been unbelievably overwhelming. We, you know, we, we create this incredible healthcare technology with the hopes of, of changing outcomes. And I, the Pristina is, is doing exactly that. The, the women were coming out and saying, I, I didn't even feel like I was having a mammogram. I didn't have to be a contortionist. Mm-hmm. The, the machine actually felt like it fit around me. There was no sharp edges. The room was inviting. It was calm. So it it really is achieving everything we hoped it would. Well, that alone is because,
1: I mean, recently when I've had, I have mammogram every year, year, although I've actually dropped it to every two years now um, because everything's fine. But I have dense breast tissue, Mm -hmm. so they need. To do mammograms, they need ultrasounds. They need to do follow up, and it always seems a bit onerous. But just the room at the hospital where I go to, it's just like the mammogram machine sort of stuck in the corner, and you're going over there, and you're twisting this way and twisting that yeah. way. So they're making the whole environment more pleasant. The whole the, there's
10: there's new lighting. It's it's there's a a very nice ambiance, and in some does somebody cases, buy you dinner first? <laughs> If only um, you know in some cases you know you get to come in and you can actually choose the type of ambiance that you want you know it's a babbling brook or a meadow but but it really is there there's been a tremendous amount of care taken not just with the machine but the whole room to make it comfortable for women
1: all right so what's what do they hope uh like what's the target participation rate um in in breast screening program. So it's what's 70% of eligible women? So yes. So typically for
10: organized breast screening programs across Canada, Mm -hmm. the, the target participation rate is about 70%. And I can tell you there isn't one province to date that has met that target participation rate. So our hope is with the new Pristina and and women telling their friends, telling their girlfriends, telling their daughters, telling their mothers that, that the Pristina is a much more inviting environment, that getting a mammogram is actually okay, that we can raise
1: that participation rate. So is the Pristina... Um, Is it in hospitals? Do you go to a separate facility? How does this work? How does this work? So first of all, you
10: have to get referred by your physician Mm -hmm. uh, for a mammogram. Mm -hmm. But when that happens, right now we have a couple of installs uh, in Ontario, both in a hospital and clinics. Mm -hmm. And then we have some installs going on in Quebec. And then the hope is over, you know, every day, every week, we have more installs going in across Canada to make it more accessible for, for Canadian women.
1: Well, okay, so so what do we do if we want to try Pristina? If if I don't know if there is one installed where I usually go. So I would encourage you to ask your
10: clinician to find out where there is a Pristina installed and have your referral uh,
1: to a location that has a Pristina installed. All right. So poor positioning. That's what I I find is the most awkward thing for me. It's almost the one where you have to turn sideways, and you're (laughs) lifting your arm up here, and you're twisting. I mean, you do have to be a contortionist for some. So all that is gone. All of that, as I said, we designed this over
10: an extended period of time with over 1,200 women, designed by women for women. And so now the machine just fits to you very comfortably, and so you're relaxed. And when you're relaxed... The the compression's easier and then you you.
1: you t- what we're seeing is we're actually getting improved image quality. Well that's what I wanted to ask you because I had to go back for a rescan because my positioning was off. And I gathered I mean, the the, the nurse said, Oh, this is this happens a lot. It's just, you know, we didn't position you right. So we want to check that little spot, that dark spot again. So yes. you have to come back. So that this Pristina eliminates the re-scan.
10: Well, we hope, so we, we use this term, the three C's with the Pristina. One is about patient comfort. So if the patient is comfortable and relaxed, then the technologists in the room can be more confident and work with the patient on their positioning right. to ensure that they are doing whatever they can to get the best image possible, and then that image provides confidence and clarity to the radiologist who's going to read the scan, and hopefully those three C's all line up, such that you are getting the best experience with the best image quality possible.
1: So that's great. So what about? I mean, we hear a lot of um, a lot of rumors about uh, about breast cancer and things that can cause breast cancer, from underwire bras to different deodorants and, and things like that. Is um, it, it, and, and there's a lot of I think. A stigma, to some extent, of going to get a mammogram. A lot of people seem to think, it, you know, it, it's dangerous. Is there radiation? What's going on? Is it like an X-ray? How many times should we have them? What do women need to know about the necessity of a mammogram?
10: Without, I don't want to sort of um, cross over into into the responsibility mm-hmm. of sort of the healthcare. Uh, providers. but certainly what I would say is if you've been referred to have a mammogram by your clinician, um, you, I would very much encourage you to go for that mammogram. Our We feel our responsibility as GE Healthcare is is to create equipment, and create an environment that makes it as easy and comfortable as possible to go for that mammogram, not just for the first time, but for subsequent times from then on as you're prescribed.
1: Is there um, a website where people can go to find out more about this?
10: Certainly, um, if you go to www.gehealthcare.com, uh, you can learn about uh, the Cenograph Pristina.
1: The cenograph Pristina. So the Pristina is what you want to ask your clinician, your doctor, to find one for you. Yes. And there will be more spreading around out there as we, we go.
10: That's exactly what we're hoping. As our healthcare care um, community starts to replace, whether it's old equipment or they add new mammography equipment, that um, they will add the
1: Pristina. Excellent. Well, thank you for coming in and sharing that uh, very important information with us. Thank
4: you very much for having me. you remember when you first fell in love with reading? Well, you weren't really reading, were you? No, your passion for books began quite another way. It was listening, wasn't it, to a story. Yes, your love of reading really got started when you were being read to. Kobo introduces audiobooks for the free Kobo app with a beautifully designed, easy-to-use player, one home for all your audiobooks and eBooks. Book lovers can listen to their heart's content for as little as 12 dollars per month with subscription, and with a 30-day free trial, you get your first audiobook free. Sign up now at Kobo.com. Today's
2: the day to try something new. Second City Training Center is home to North America's largest school of improv. Whether you're looking to build confidence through a public speaking class, test out some new material at the Stand Up Drop-In Series, or just want to stop by and see what's up with improv, they'd love to have you. Visit them online today at secondcity.com tc or call 416-340-7270. What She Said is more than a radio show. Connect with us online at whatshesaidtalk.com where you can watch full interviews and quick cuts if you're in a rush. Enter big giveaways, read articles from our guest experts and so much more. Join the conversation
1: on social media at What She Said Talk. And don't forget, if you miss a show, you can catch up on our free Apple podcast. Subscribe and new episodes will automatically download to your device like magic.
0: And now, more women-positive news you can use. This is What What she She Said. What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler on Jewel Radio.
2: What you are listening to is Human Feel, the new single by singer-songwriter Kendall Thompson. Welcome to What She Said. Thank you. Ah, she's my, my new bestie. Born <laughs> in Alliston, Ontario, where I went to grade 13. Yeah. A wonderful town. And you began singing at the age of three, making yeah. up
11: songs as you went along. Tell us how, how that all happened. Um, yeah, well, I just... Kind of took a liking to underneath the kitchen table because, yeah. you know, like, you know, when you're a little kid and you're like, if, if they can't see me or if I can't see them, they can't see me. So I, I kind of thought that no one could see me or hear me sing. So it was my own little private area with the, the tablecloth hanging down over my eyes. And I ah. would just sing and sing whatever I wanted. And as soon as someone walked by, I'd just stop. <laughs> I but teenagers. your parents
2: must have known that you were a little songbird.
11: Yeah, they did, but they were—they just like let me be a kid, you know. They were just like, oh, we'll just let her do her thing. And I was too shy to actually sing in front of them, so they didn't really think much of it. And
2: so when did you think that this would be your path rather than just something? I mean, we all do stuff when we grow up, but we may not end up on that career path necessarily.
11: Yeah, um, I think for me it was when I made friends with a girl who sang and her and I just started singing a lot together. Um, and from that, I just started like, you know, getting these visions and ideas of how amazing it must feel to be on stage. And it must feel so good to, you know, have all these fans and write songs and perform the songs that you wrote and this, that and the other thing. And so um, from that, it just sort of like uh, it grew into, oh, OK, you know, what? maybe I actually want to do this. If I keep thinking about it all the time, it must mean something.
2: So the single human feel, uh, which you're going to perform for us in a Mm -hmm. moment, is about the need for emotional connection. Mm -hmm. Um, Tell us the message of the music video you released to go along with it.
11: Um, So the message of the video was just sort of um, letting everyone know it doesn't matter your sexual orientation, your color, nothing. It just everyone has this deep down desire to feel connected to other people. And to feel love and accept it.
2: Well, Kendall Thompson, thank you so much for joining us this evening. That's it for what she said this weekend. We'll be back next Saturday and Sunday at 10 p.m. Singing us out now is Kendall Thompson, accompanied by guitarist Mike Schlosser, performing Human Feel.
5: I'm needing that feeling, that human feel. It's gotta be bigger than believing. To the center of the earth, so deep, so real But can you work it out? Cause I've been loving nobody but myself too long Can you work it out? Or are your thoughts sure? Cause I'm sure these hand-on-heart solutions only add to the confusion that we're sinking in Minds grow weary, as get teary Words used to heal me now Stay in your head So let me know So let me know If not enough is still Too much to handle We can let it go We can let it go Cause I don't know if you Understand that I'm needing that Feeling That humor
6: and where they're going. Subscribe or follow to a brand new look and a brand new era. Welcome to Mars.
0: Subscribe or follow on Apple, Spotify, Google, or at theallymars.com.
6: Because even with the new look, I'm still that same bitch you love to
5: hate. Hi, I'm Steve Yurko.
8: And I'm Tara Sands.